Welcome to Scooby-Doo Legend of the Podcast. We are on our first new book of this timeline that we're creating. We're on a new season of A Pup Named Scooby-Doo, Season 2. And so we'll see where we go from here. But since we're all quarantined and have to stay away, I have my mother with me today. Hello! Oh, doggy. I have a, two puppies with me. <laughs> That's okay. So, yes, we couldn't get London or anyone else, you know, because, again, we have to be quarantined and we have to be safe and we gotta be safe with my heart condition. If you don't know that, because I haven't really talked about it on this podcast, I was born with only half a heart and so... You know, obviously we have to, I'm considered high risk with this whole situation that's going on at the moment. So we gotta be careful, but good thing I got mother to do this <laughs> with me so we can keep going, keep giving entertainment to everyone home. Hopefully I'm entertaining. <laughs> uh, we know Ashton is. <laughs> uh, are we sure about that one? So, before we jump into this episode, we actually got another email. Uh, they want me to keep their name anonymous, so I will respect that. But they had some questions uh, that we can address right now before we uh, get going any further. So the email reads, Book one of the podcast was so amazing. So thank you very much, first of all, for that. Keep up the amazing work. I was wondering, for the movies, are you going to do a very long episode or are you going to split the movies into parts and do like part one, one week, and part two the next week? So currently for that, we have just talked about doing really long episodes. Uh, obviously, if it gets too, too long, then I will split it into two parts. Uh, as of recording, for like recording, we will just record super long episode and then you know, again, if it happens to be super long, then I will just split it at some point and then, you know, obviously say we're going to do another part. But uh, as it stands, we're just going to do really long episodes for those. Uh, but the first movie that we'll actually do is only like 40 minutes long. So it's basically just like a double episode. So, you know, we won't really know how the movies go for a little bit, but, you know, we'll see once we get there. But, too, what do people consider a long episode or podcast? Yeah. Because I listened to one particular podcast that hers are generally 10 to 15 minutes. And then I listened to another one. Theirs are always just under an hour. And I listened to another one that theirs tend to always be just over an hour. And none of those bother me. The short ones, I feel like, oh, they're done? Wow. I want to hear more. <laughs> but what what are other people's idea of too long? Like, what's too long to listen to? True. Because the longest episode we've done so far has been like an hour and 35 minutes. And that was just for an episode. But every time it's an hour or longer, I have been getting comments of, yes, this one's a long one. Many people actually want longer so far that I've seen. You know, whenever they're shorter than an hour, I hear like, oh dang, like hope the next one's longer and whatever, you know? And it maybe it's just because of the information that we're giving. 
you know so i i don't know well that's on the ones so the one i listened to that's short it's she's a history teacher at one of the schools here where we live and my thought is why wasn't i more interested in history when i was longer or younger now i it's like very interesting to me but hers i always feel like oh i wish that was a little longer so <laughs> maybe i don't know an hour but what's other people's thoughts yeah true let us know uh you can tell us on our twitter at sd legend podcast and on our instagram at sd legend podcast or you can email us too at uh sd legend podcast at gmail.com so let us know so that's not all their questions they have more uh, they also said, and I thought it was interesting that you said, what's new Scooby-Doo came before Mystery Incorporated? Because it looks like they are older in what's new Scooby-Doo. Is that because there is a timeline shift after? And when the timeline shifts, does it restart their whole lives or go to a specific point? I'm genuinely curious. Thank you for all this awesome content. Okay, so mainly the reason I'm doing what's new Scooby-Doo before Mystery Incorporated is because there is one particular episode, and it's towards the end of the series, that has a flashback to when the gang were kids, and it's drawn and animated in the same uh, style as a pup named Scooby-Doo, so they look like their pup named Scooby-Doo counterparts. So we can assume that this takes place, you know, within the same... Uh, continuity stream before the timeline shifts otherwise they probably have you know a different flashback because we do see another uh, flashback that I'm thinking of in Scooby Goes Hollywood where they you know are aren't quite as young you know uh, and they're getting Scooby for the first time uh, again but they aren't young kids so so that's mainly the reason I'm doing that um, I know a lot of people have said that the game feels older in What's New Scooby-Doo. Uh, as far as I know, there's never been, like, a solid, um, like, age in that series. Like, no one said anything about college or high school or anything, so really they could be any age. I know it does seem like they're older, but I think it's mainly because in every episode they're somewhere new. They're just traveling cross-country in that series, and so you automatically assume, oh, they're older because they can just travel everywhere. Uh, but I think, well, I mean, we're going to have to see because the very first episode of that series, they're going to a, like a snowboarding uh, lodge place. You know, so it's kind of like, is it winter or is it just snowy because of where they're going? But, uh, you know, is it like summertime that we're seeing all these episodes in What's New Scooby-Doo? You know, and that's why they're traveling everywhere or, you know, I, I don't know exactly age-wise what's going on yet there. I had been re-watching that series just on my own a little bit ago. I never quite finished it, but there was one episode in the first season, uh, I know, I, I should know, like, the episode and what they said, but basically it had more of an indication that they were still in school, in, like, high school and whatever, uh, so, but 
yeah, so the main reason is because of that one flashback with the pup named Scooby-Doo. So that's why uh, we're doing What's New Scooby-Doo after Pup Named Scooby-Doo and before Mr. Incorporated. Now, as for the other part of the question, uh, their lives won't technically, like, restart, but to them, it kind of will. So, when, say when we get to, when we get to Mr. Incorporated, they're not going to remember what happens in A Pup Named Scooby-Doo and What's New Scooby-Doo. They're going to know what happened to them when they were younger uh, in that timeline, after that timeline shift. Uh, but that's stuff we won't see. We will just have to learn when we watch, you know, see what they remember. Uh, so te technically their lives won't restart. Um, and, I mean, they don't really go to a specific point either. It's kind of just like they're at this age and then the timeline shifts and they're at that same age, but they've, you know, different life choices of their parents and themselves have just led them to different places and different things have occurred and that's why you know they end up in crystal cove in mr incorporated because you know their parents choices have led them all there and so yeah there's hopefully i answered those is anybody confused <laughs> Probably. i'm always confused but that's okay <laughs> which i know it's it's hard because we're so early into this still but It'll make sense once we really get further in. What, especially when we get in Mr. Incorporated, a lot of it will make way more sense. So bear with us for a few years. <laughs> okay, so we're going to jump into this episode now. So we are on chapter 14 and the first new book, book two. But this is uh, season two of A Pup Named Scooby-Doo, episode one. Curse of the Collar. Okay, mother. Mini review, what'd you think of this episode? <laughs> I haven't watched Scooby in a long time. It was cute. I know. It's... And just because it's... You've watched Scooby for how many years now, you know? Every day of my life. And, like, it's been so long since I've actually sat down and watched one with you. And since you started this, I'm like, oh, I want to sit down and watch Scooby. <laughs> and we finally... It took... <laughs> It took, us, it took us being quarantined together to sit down and watch them together again. <laughs> but it was cute. It was fun to watch it with you. It's, I know it's funny right now because I pulling all my friends and stuff into this. <laughs> and I'm like, sorry, this is such a weird series to start on. You know, because most people know them, at least teenagers, you know, from like, mm -hmm. where are you? And so it's they're all like, Oh, they're kids. And I'm like, I promise Fred's not like this when he gets older. <laughs> like, Andalina didn't love him. He's bossy. And I'm like, I know. I He'll calm down. And Daphne's not that way either. And Velma becomes really sassy when she gets older. They're just very different right now. And so I'm always like, this is, anyway, yeah. But it's almost like they're kids. They haven't exactly figured out who they are. Just like people. Mm-hmm. You're growing up and you're trying to find out who you are. Well, and that's that'll be a big point in the Mr. Incorporated series because uh, there's a whole point of this evil entity that we'll learn about once we get into that series. But he's basically this uh, evil god, basically. He's more or less a Satan of the Scooby universe. Oh. <laughs> and... Uh, 
he's been trapped in this sarcophagus and manipulating the world and whatever and making trying to get set free basically he's been trying to manipulate uh, the world to let him free and uh, anyways there's a big point eventually in that series where the gang are basically like kind of figuring out who they are and uh, they the entity thing tells them like I I chose you five and I formed who you are and I'm the one that influenced your decisions and whatever and I brought you together and so they have this big thing of is that true are we only friends because this thing you know told us where to go what to do how to live and you know we listened to it unknowingly and um you know so then that's it, a big whole thing of questioning if their friendship is true and if their love for mystery solving is true and Anyways, obviously we find out all this info at the end, you know. But anyway, yeah, so that, that'll that actually be brought up of, like, figuring out who they are and whatever. More once they're teenagers. But right now, they're, it's just very, like, light mysteries. Do, 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 you know, they're kids having fun. But I love that right now it's, like, their club. It's the Scooby-Doo Detective Agency. Detective Agency, yes. Okay, so this episode's actually... A pretty big one for the timeline because we meet Scooby's parents and some of his siblings. So the episode starts out. Where's my settings? <laughs> oh. So we are at the Nittingham Puppy Farm, which apparently is where uh, Scooby's parents reside. <laughs> That's what farm. I took as. Yeah. Took it as. So. Uh, they're getting together because it's Scooby's birthday, and uh, they get to present him with the Dew family collar, and it's like a rare occurrence when the Dews get together, you know, because all the other siblings, including Scooby, have gone off with families, and anyway, so yeah, it's the day before Scooby's birthday when we start out. So... Uh, Shaggy introduces the episode as it was a dark and stormy night. And it was dark and... Well, it, what I noticed, it wasn't raining. Yeah, it there just was lightning. Just <laughs> lots of thunder and lightning, and yeah, very dark. But I never saw any rain. And did you notice, like, the, the shift in, uh, like, the atmosphere after the ghost was caught? Like, the next uh-huh. day it was sunny and bright. I, yes, I have that written <laughs> down that... For his party yeah. the next mm-hmm. day. Oh, yeah. It was very much a better, a happier day. Okay, anyway. so we'll start with Fred. We'll go through the characters. So what do you have for Fred? The first thing I noticed that when they showed him as he was reading that national, was it Exaggerator? Yes. And he was, I just... And he made a comment that, you know, he was reading out of it. Yeah, so So. that's not the first time we've seen that. And that's where I'm starting to get at that. This is where he's getting his ideas of Martians and just all of his crazy ideas. He's reading this and it's giving him these ideas that these things are real. And I'm like, someone needs to take this away from him. (laughs) Uh, It's like those you know, magazines or comics and you get too into them and 
you know, you think when you're younger, you think they're real and whatever. And well, yeah, I'm like, his parents need to Take apparently that. unsubscribe him from that. Or even like when the vampire books were out, people. <laughs> yeah. Oh, are they really vampires? They believe in it too much, maybe. <laughs> but that was the first thing I noticed about him. I um, I have a quote that at one time he said, we have a mystery to solve. He was the one that said that. Did Yeah, did he say we have a mystery to solve? That's what I have okay. written down. Be- that's interesting because I mean, eventually, like almost every time, he'll say, "Like, looks like we have a mystery on our hands." So that's interesting. He's altered it right now. I I have written down a mystery to solve. So, but yes, he's usually the one to like exclaim, "Yep, we're gonna solve this mystery." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, speaking of which, he actually got sad at one point because Scooby said his usual thing of. Let's split up, gang. Scooby oh, yes. said it, and Fred was like, I was going to say that. I have that for Scooby. Let's split up. And, yeah, Fred was a little bit, hey. <laughs> yeah. Wait, that's my line. <laughs> um, the other thing, or can we go on with Fred? Yeah. <laughs> I have went, okay, so they're trying to catch the villain, and so they all... Well, Fred and Daphne dress up as doctors, and the others are more like nurses almost. But they're they catch the villain, and they're gonna pretend like they're gonna operate anyway. He says, Fred says, scare two people and call me in the morning. Oh, I couldn't understand what he had said. It went like <laughs> they were sending him on his way. You yeah. can leave now. We checked you out. Go and scare two people and call me in the morning. So, I had the down that he had said that. I thought that was a funny little thing he said. Um, he's pretty, I mean, he's still pretty forgetful. But he eventually, at one point, because the the villain is, like, capturing, uh, like, Scooby's parents and this, the lady who runs the puppy farm and whatever. And uh, eventually, Fred thinks that the Scooby siblings have been uh, kidnapped as well. And then Daphne was like, they haven't even arrived yet, Fred. Well, and the villain, he's he's trying to get the collar. Yeah, there's the Dew family collar. That was being gifted to Scooby. And the villain is trying to get that collar. And I have the Fred had said, too, that's a cursed collar. Mm-hmm. Um... And so Scooby's trying to get rid of the collar, but they keep putting it back on him. Yeah, his mom's very like, <clears throat> put it back on. Like, son, you like you have the, the honor of wearing it. Put it back. And other people in the, in the show, nice collar. Yeah, everyone that we met said that to him. And he, Scooby was like, this collar basically is cursed and ugly. I yep. don't want to wear it. <laughs> Get it off me. Get it out of here. So, uh, towards the end, when they're trying to capture the villain, uh, Fred also believes that Shaggy was the one behind it for a moment because the trap fell on Shaggy. He's all like, Shaggy, yeah. you're... 
<laughs> the one and whatever. And this is not the first time he's, like, assumed it was one of the members of the gang. And I keep saying, Fred, it will happen. My, okay, so one more thing that, all right. In your other podcasts, you've talked about red herring, and interesting. I think you talked about this with Mariah in the last podcast, that what red herring actually means, like a meaning, and I didn't know, which, anyway, we looked it up. Let's see. Um, okay, so when you look it up, it says something, especially a clue, that is or is intended to be misleading or distracting. And so now when you talk about red herring, I have more of an understanding of what Fred, like what he's doing with red herring. Yes. But, and of course, he accused... Well, was accusing Red Herring, Herring again this time, and then they kind of did this little blip showing <laughs> Red Herring, and <laughs> I was writing, so I didn't see the whole thing, writing notes, but I thought it was funny. He's like, said something Red Herring did, and he's like, what a weenie! <laughs> like, stop accusing me all the time! Why do you always think it's me? <laughs> and I just thought that was funny, like, come on, Fred, stop it! <laughs> but it is nice to know. Yes. Like a meaning. A meaning behind what why Fred is doing this. Anyway, I get it now. <laughs> <laughs> His name's funny. <laughs> yes. So I don't have a lot for Daphne. I have like a ton for Scooby, but <laughs> You have a few things for Daphne. So Daphne she does not like how the vet talked to the dogs. All like you know, she, the vet was just very, like, baby-talky to the dudes. And Daphne was like, oh, like, shut her up! <laughs> and whatever. And so Velma gave her some earmuffs so oh. she couldn't hear. Yeah, I have that for Velma, that she she pulled out blue earmuffs mm -hmm. and handed them to Daphne. Put these on so you can't hear her. Yeah. So, yeah. I just, I thought that was interesting. I'm like, wow, Daphne. Daphne is very, very high maintenance right now. <laughs> Eventually, she does chill out. Uh, and then I just... Oh, I literally had two things for Daphne. My other thing, which you already kind of talked about, was that... Uh, yes, she kind of dressed up as a doctor with the rest of them. Yes. She, her and Fred, I felt like, were like... Pretended to be the main doctors. Mm -hmm. To pull the ghost in. Um, I had, she had the Scooby Snacks. Oh yeah, that's true. She still has the Scooby Snacks. And then, was it during the romp? And she's running and she looks down. Oh, there's dirt on her skirt. Oh, I never and noticed. And she pulled out, and I'm, I can't remember what they're called, but it's where you set up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like a <laughs> temporary wall. And they have a name, I can't think of it, but she pulls one of those out, pulls it, sets it up, goes behind it, and comes out, I assume, with a new skirt on. Yeah, yeah. That's clean. And then the other thing was, at one point, 
This wasn't during the romp, but before that, she looks down and she has white boots on and she's, I can't get dust on my new white, or my new boots, which were white. She had new boots again? New <laughs> white boots. Oh, yes. She's called those go-go boots before. Yes, I remember so you discussing that. I think that was that. the very first episode. Yes, her go-go boots. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, she's just very, like, gotta be clean. <laughs> hmm. I get the feeling, or I know that feeling of wanting things to be clean. Yeah, but you go buy a whole new skirt when it's dirty? No. <laughs> Come on, you live with me, you know. <laughs> I just like to clean a lot, so I don't know. I can't handle things to not feel clean and straight. Drives me nuts. So that's, yeah, all I had for Daphne. Is that all you got? You got? That's what I have. So, Velma, she has her computer again. Oh, yeah, she pops it. Like, she has a little suitcase yep. and opens it up and, whoa, this yeah. huge computer pops out. Okay. Yeah. It's spring-loaded. Yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Everything just pops out and she's ready to go. Ready to go, just like that. So, she, at one point, like, gets the... The do's, so Mama, Dada, and Scooby-Doo, to do their family sniff. Oh, yes. And they, like, get ready, and she's all on your mark, get set, and then, like, anyway, their noses basically detach from them, and they're sniffing out clues and the bad guy and whatever, and, yeah, apparently there's a do family sniff. And when they're sniffing it out... And they do find, they come to the first clue. And it says clue number one. And she says, jinkies. That was her first word in this that, episode. That was her, yeah. When she, when they saw their first clue. And the clue was a net. Mm. That the ghost had had, like, the dog catcher net. Yeah. And there was white paint on the net. Yeah, the white paint was a big thing. Yes. Everybody kept getting in the white paint. And Yes. And I did have, since we're talking about jinkies, that she said it twice. Oh. In this episode, not just the one time. Yeah, we had, not too long ago, a double jinkies. Oh, like, she said it she twice? Said, no, she said double jinkies. Oh. <laughs> so. <laughs> but this one was spread out. It wasn't like one after the other. Yes. So then we also learned she has a dog whistle, which I shouldn't be surprised because she has everything just ready and rolling. But yeah, she has a dog whistle that she uses to call some dogs to chase off the villain. Uh-huh. She did. She comes up with the plan once again, but she warns Scooby it could be dangerous this time. So she was looking out for Scooby's well-being this time. <laughs> Wasn't just like, hey, let's let's do it, no matter what. But Scooby was more willing to to save his parents. Yes. He would do what it took to save his parents. And that's all I got for Velma. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Bronx. <laughs> okay, Shaggy, I... 
have like one thing for it. Me too. Okay, good. Oh goodness. So yeah, it's not like he wasn't there. No, it's just a lot of times Scooby and Shaggy are kind of one and the same, and so it's like if Scooby does stuff, then Shaggy's bound to follow. Yeah. Or it's Shaggy's true. doing stuff. It just depends on who more so was the one that leads it, basically. Mm -hmm. And obviously, this one was more directed towards Scooby because it was his birthday and his family. Right. So, but my one note for Shaggy is that he laughed at Scooby's full name, Scoobert. Oh, yeah. And I have that on Scooby. The, oh. <laughs> his name is Scoobert. Yes. And the other thing we already talked about that I had for Shaggy was he was the one that got into the trap that was set for the ghost. Mm -hmm. He got caught in it. So, which kind of made me feel like Fred had some hand in this trap because whenever Velma does it, it's worked. Whenever Fred tries, it doesn't. <laughs> so I'm like, Velma, why are you letting Fred touch the trap? <laughs> But, yeah, that's all for Shaggy. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like I said, he was there, and he's, right, like, the stuff I have for Scooby, he was a part of most of that. So. Okay, Bronx. No more. <laughs> okay, Scooby. I have a lot for Scooby. I'm sure you have even more than I do. So... We learn he is the oldest of his siblings, mm -hmm. and that's why he's getting the family collar, because the oldest takes the collar. Yes. The, the cursed, ugly collar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was cursed and ugly. <laughs> not one, not two, all the above. It had jewels on it. <laughs> and we also learn that he gets his cowardness from his parents. Because when the ghost appears, or they talk about the ghost, all of them cower to Shaggy. Yeah. So, I guess it's just in the dew blood, <laughs> except for Scrappy when we get to him. He's different. Which, uh, yes, yeah, so we met, this is a little side note, but we met Scooby's siblings for a brief moment at the end. But we know there's Skippy-Doo, Ruby-Doo, and Howdy-Doo. So, uh, Scrappy is actually Ruby's uh, son. Oh. Once she's older, once they're older. We actually... That's uh, kind of cool. We get to see, I mean, not see-see, but we get to see the birth of Scrappy eventually. Oh, interesting. Like, again, not see him actually be birthed, right, but, but when he's the day of his that birth. That he's born. Mm-hmm. Huh. So, we'll see Ruby again for sure. Okay, so... He, uh, like we said before, he said that they should split up and Fred was yes. disappointed. Uh, all the dudes cheer when Velma says jinkies. So, even Scooby's parents understand what jinkies what means. Jinkies. <laughs> and... Uh, when Daphne bribes, tries bribing Scooby, he won't accept the Scooby snack because he wants to do it for his parents. Mm -hmm. And that's that was to go into like the vet's building or whatever, oh, yeah. the doctor's building. 
So, yeah, he didn't take a Scooby snack today, this episode. Even though he was offered. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe why? Because what I have written down, one point where they're wondering where the ghost is. Well, after they say, after Scooby says, let's split up. So him and Shaggy go into the kitchen because Shaggy's all... The oh, kitchen, that's true. The best place to look. We'll go look in the kitchen. And they go in the kitchen, and when they're in there, the lights go out, and all you can see are their eyes. And they're like, uh, what do we do? How We can't see. And so I think it was Shaggy said, I know what we will do. And he goes and opens the fridge, and they both inhale everything that's in the fridge. They open the fridge to get the yeah. light from the fridge, mm -hmm. and they inhale everything in the fridge, and then they... Of course, fall down on the floor with full bellies, and then here comes the ghost again. Yeah. So he still got food either way. So, yeah, maybe that's why he wasn't hungry for it. <laughs> <laughs> and then not long after that, he, like, gets brave and just walks up to the ghost and is ready to stop him. He's doing, like, the mother count one. That's what I have. The key counted to the ghost. <laughs> until, yeah, the ghost didn't cooperate so he's like okay just kidding bye <laughs> uh there's cancel ignore that so okay so when they actually dress up as like doctors and whatever scooby is the one that is gonna perform the operation <laughs> yeah and he like looks in the ghost's mouth oh yeah he's like bandages <laughs> like and then <laughs> Wraps him up. Yes. Well, he like totally goes in his mouth, like down his yeah. throat. <laughs> Which we learn why he was able to do that once they pulled the mask off. Because remember, they pulled it off and the head was actually an arm. It was like a puppet. Oh, yeah. Yep. So that's why he was able to. Yeah, to go. And I have written down a UFP. I can't remember who said that. Unidentified flying puppy. Yeah, so we meet uh, these two random uh, pilots that are flying a plane over. Oh, that's where it was. The puppy farm at the time. And, oh yes. Uh, Scooby. Well, the ghost like throws Scooby at one point, oh, and God. then he like bounces and goes all the way up into the sky. And yeah, the pilots see him, and that's when the guy says over. Like the radio thing. Yes. Oh, nice flight we're having. Oh, wait. Yeah. No, there's a UFP. Unidentified flying puppy. Yeah, okay, <laughs> that's right. I remember. So Scooby will also go along with Velma's plan to stop the ghost. Uh, again, without any bribing because he wants to save Mama and Dad to do. Uh, even though it could get dangerous like she warned him. And then eventually, he's the one that finds the hiding place of uh, the Doos and Mrs. Nutting, Nutting, Mrs. Nittingham. Nittingham. And my last note for him is that uh, throughout the series too, I don't think we've talked about it much, but like Shaggy is very prone to like say puns and jokes and whatever, you know, just as they go along and. Uh, right now, Scooby's very like, I don't get it. 
Like, <laughs> I don't get what's funny. And we learn his parents don't get it either. Yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all I had for Scooby. Yeah. So then Red Herring does appear, like you said. There's a special announcement that interrupts the episode for a brief moment. And uh, Red Herring basically asks, when will Fred understand he never does it? It's never him. <laughs> so Hence the meeting of Red Herring. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and again, me and London want him to come back and be like, Fred, I'm sick and tired of you. <laughs> Assuming it's me. Even though that's years ago now at this point. So, the villain of the episode is a do dog catcher ghost, and he is the ghost of Buster McMuttballer, who used to be a dog catcher that basically went over his head and uh, just he was trying to get the dogs with the most expensive collars so they could steal the collars off of them. And he was caught by the dues. And so he basically they're thinking he came back as a ghost for revenge, but he's a all white skeleton in a dog catcher uniform. He's holding a net, but he has no legs. He has like the mm -hmm. ghost little floaty thingy, you mm -hmm. know. So, yeah, that's kind of what the villain is. What do you think of him as a villain? Like did you like him? Well, yeah, and I I was like cuz you always know they're going to take the basically costume off and see who it is but i always think how can they be a ghost if there's a real person in there and he's floating and you don't see feet <laughs> but i noticed too he floats yeah just like a ghost well and that's before they get unmasked it's usually like try to make you really believe that this is a real being you know right not obviously you know and then usually it's explained i don't think the flying was ever explained in this one not that I recalled. No. He was just magic. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. So we have, again, for Scooby's siblings, we have Skippy-Doo, Ruby-Doo, and Howdy-Doo. So Skippy is basically a nerd. He likes computers like Velma, we see. Mm -hmm. And Ruby-Doo is into fashion like Daphne. And Howdy-Do likes the National Exaggerator <laughs> like Fred. Oh, boy. So, and then obviously Scooby-Doo is with Shaggy. <laughs> so there's one for each of the members of the gang. That's right. So then Mama-Doo, uh, she, she actually had hair. <laughs> like, well, and so did Ruby. Yes. They, well, and uh, Howdy-Do did as well. But, yeah, they had little yeah. hair on top of like, their head. Mm -hmm. And she had... Does she have like a bandana or something? Something. A yeah. bow or... And anyway, so she's the one that's very like, you gotta keep the family collar on. And she always got upset whenever he didn't want it on and took it off and whatever. And I mean, that was basically her in a nutshell. It was just very... Now, Scoobert. Scoobert, I know. That's so cute. Then Dadadoo wore glasses and had a blue tie. Uh, and at the end, 
Uh, we learn that E also doesn't like the collar with Scooby. He thinks it's ugly as well. <laughs> and obviously we end the episode uh, Mamadou agreeing that Scooby doesn't have to wear it. <laughs> <laughs> Yoo-hoo! So then we also meet Mrs. Nittingham, who, I mean, assuming she's like the person running, the lady running the puppy farm, taking care of the dogs and whatever, uh, she's, I mean, not to be that person, but she's black, which again, right now is a little surprising just because we're in the 80s and when this show was airing and Scooby wasn't always well known for having a diverse range of characters at the time. Mm -hmm. So whenever there is a colored character, it's like, oh, look at you go, Scooby. Right, and that's what I was going to say. Kudos to you for So, I mean, now obviously it's in there. a lot more. It happens a lot more, you know. Right, more accepted, and it's just how it is. So I believe his name was Mr. Goodman. That's I have Mr. Goodman as the dog catcher? Yes. Is that right? He's the neighborhood dog catcher right now. And he says, troublemaking kids. Those troublemaking kids. Oh. I had that he had said that. I can't remember. I just remember he's says that he's like taken his life to protect dogs and he basically loves dogs, loves and, dogs. Yeah. And yeah. And then there was another character that like showed up for a second and I have no notes for him, but he ended up being the criminal <laughs> Mr. Tricks Tricks and stuff. Tricks and stuff. He, I have that he was the trainer. Yeah, he was the trainer, but the like trainer. we saw him for a second, I feel like, and then nothing else. So I have like nothing for him. So we should have picked up on that that he was the Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, really. <clears throat> so yeah, Mr. Tricks and stuff is a dog trainer. Uh, but he ended up being the criminal, and he's basically doing exactly what the uh, ghost of the dog catcher was doing, just trying to get the family collar because it's worth a lot of money. Uh, but he does admit that he looks ugly, nonetheless. <laughs> and I also have down, this is after they show who it is, was it Velma that said... It wasn't actually paint to make him the ghost white. It was flour. Oh, yeah, probably. Um, and I thought that's how he was. And well, they showed Mister Tricks and stuff. I think before the only thing they showed is he was. He said, "I've got to go make." Did he say Scooby snacks? And he had a bag of flour. Okay. Yeah, I kind of remember that on his shoulder. And then I'm pretty sure it was Velma that was that pointed out it actually wasn't paint that we kept thinking we saw. It was flour, how he was making himself white. And she told, and I didn't get it written down, how many pounds of flour he had, oh. like thousands of pounds of flour that to supposedly make Scooby Snacks, but it was what he was using to make himself white. Well, Annie was making... Mama and Dada and Mrs. Nittingham white, white to make people believe they're ghosts now, too. And that's why there was so much mm -hmm. flour. So. So, yeah. Uh, that's 
basically all the notes for the characters I got. I have something. It says Dr. Needle and then question mark? <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh, I mean, that was probably the vet. I, that was probably the I had, vet. like, no notes for her either because we saw her, like, one time and then <laughs> never saw her again. And I have Buster Mc... Nut or something with a question mark? Yeah, that was the original dog catcher, what the ghost was based on. Okay, off. okay. So I actually liked that this ghost had, like, a backstory to him. Because there were... So far we've had a few episodes where there isn't, like, a backstory supporting the ghost. And when I was talking with Anissa and Angie, we kind of discussed how that can really make or break a villain... Because if there's, like, a good backstory to the villain, then it's like, oh, we can see why they're doing what they're doing and why they're back or whatever, you know? And so, I, I don't know, I enjoyed that there was a backstory to this dog catcher ghost that, you know, it wasn't just a dog catcher ghost because he's at a puppy farm, you know? He, like, the dudes had originally stopped him before, and so... He and he came. knew mm -hmm. about... Obviously, he was after the collar, but he had known yeah. about it and, yeah, wanted to get it. Okay, so some little extra things I also have is the National Exaggerator we've seen before. I kind of already talked about that. Uh, and then we also learned that apparently Scooby... Oh, well, the dudes, because they were all born the same day. Right. It's, yeah, Scooby. So, yeah, I guess it was Scooby, Ruby's. They were all celebrating together. Yes, be, which makes sense because multiple dogs were born at once. <laughs> so, yeah, it was Scooby's, Ruby's. So, I guess Scooby was just born first then. That's why he's the oldest. Right. Like twins. Yeah, basically. Triplets, any of those. Yeah. One of them, and they might only be a few minutes older, but yeah. But anyways, uh, we learned that the Dews have the same birthday as Bigfoot. I miss that. That's That was from Fred's Exaggerator book. Oh. That's where he's getting all these crazy ideas. <laughs> Bigfoot. Which, which, okay, given the time, what's going on in the world right now, have you seen the meme that shows Bigfoot and says... The original, oh my gosh, what does it say about him? But he's the one that has self-quarantined <laughs> or kept the social distancing the best. Like, he's been doing it forever and ever. <laughs> Speaking of Bigfoot. <laughs> I haven't seen that. <laughs> a silly meme that's going around on social media about this whole issue in the world. So I ask everyone, usually, but do you think Mr. Trixon stuff has a good enough reason to come back for revenge? I mean, it's just hypothetical, like... No. No. You don't to come he'd... back for yeah. revenge? Mm -hmm. To try to get the collar again? It doesn't belong to him. No. <laughs> well, but do you think he would come back to try to get it again? If... Um, it'd have to be worth a lot. <laughs> well, my thing is, since Scooby didn't want to wear it, where did it go? Go. Yeah, what's it? Where? Well, maybe they just locked it back up. Yeah, true. Like, because didn't she pull it out of a box in the I beginning? Remember. I mean, probably. It seems like they... Well, and I had... 
written down so on when it started out and it was this stormy night and the doorbell rings and of course Scooby and Shaggy go to get the door and there's a present on the doorstep and they're like oh a present and that's when the ghost yeah pops come. out of it did we already discuss that but it pops out but they I'm sure Scooby was probably thinking oh a present for me yeah <laughs> it's mm -hmm. my birthday tomorrow but yeah and the other thing that's funny I as a kid and I still I hate loud noises so Thunder was scary to me as a kid because it was so loud. And I still hate the real loud thunders that shake the house. Mm -hmm. I love watching lightning storms from a distance. But I thought it was interesting that they would just run outside during <laughs> yeah. all of this thunder and lightning. Nobody was scared <laughs> other than Scooby and Shaggy when they were in the kitchen and all the lights went out. They were scared then. <laughs> yeah, true. But they just kind of all are running around and inside, inside and outside <laughs> the house and... This huge lightning thunderstorm is going on, but that's me being too logical, and <laughs> <laughs> it's cartoons, okay? <laughs> so, I mean, as far as no mystery tricks has never come back for revenge, so who knows? Who knows? So, some little continuity things I picked up from this episode. Uh, the whole thing of Scooby saying, let's split up, and Fred being like, Oh, that's my thing. And whatever. Uh, eventually in Scooby-Doo 2, Monsters Unleashed, the second live action film, uh, Scooby and Shaggy are basically trying to prove that they're not just screw-ups and that they can solve the mystery by themselves, basically. And so at one point, uh, Shaggy is like, okay, gang, let's split up and search for clues. And Fred's all, he stole my thing that I say. <laughs> so... It's going to happen again. <laughs> and then uh, also within that same movie, uh, because we learn his full name is Scoobert, uh, in that movie, like during the first monster encounter and whatever, it's like on the news in that movie and they're watching the news report and uh, when they, you know, are like saying who did this, who did that or whatever, the newscaster is all scoobert scooby-doo so his name's scoobert <laughs> i think that's cute and then also we saw scooby being kind of brave for a moment going up and counting to the ghost <laughs> and we also will see another i mean we will see more mo moments of him being brave but uh, it just made me think of one time in a scooby-doo where are you episode it's titled never ape and the ape man and they're on this film set that Daphne's uncle is like a director and he invited them to a recording session, whatever. And anyway, so this ape basically appears and uh, the actress that's doing the scene that they're shooting is out on this bridge <clears throat> for her part and the ape basically grabs the bridge and starts shaking it, trying to shake her off. Oh. And Scooby like gets so upset and just runs out onto the bridge and goes up to the ape and just, like, slaps him down. <laughs> it's like, no, stop that. <laughs> and so, anyways, just made me think of that. Like, you know, if if there's enough, like, danger happening or something, 
he will just step up and be like, mm-mm, not letting this happen. He's brave. Mm-hmm. So, which, he is a Great Dane. He's a big dog. <laughs> yeah, right? So. <laughs> uh, Waylon thinks he's a Great Dane. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even right now, Scooby's probably bigger than you, even as a puppy. <laughs> so, that's all we got for this episode. I... Unless you have something else. No. I don't. Okay. Well, hopefully you all enjoyed this episode. Welcome to the next book. I believe there are eight episodes in this season. And then we'll have one more season of A Pup Named Scooby-Doo. And depending on what happens in this world, you might be stuck with me yeah so this whole season it depends on we'll see yeah. how this goes <laughs> yeah it might be us uh, two for quite some time so <laughs> well, hopefully i didn't do too bad so uh, we'll find out when this episode goes up we'll find out <laughs> see if, if we get angry emails we'll get, yeah <laughs> angry emails hey get your mom out of there i'd uh, rather just it be you <laughs> <laughs> yeah right uh, no i doubt that so the next episode we will be doing is the return of commander cool so i'm interested in that one because commander cool is shaggy's favorite comic book character and we've seen them dress up as them before and so i wonder what the return of commander cool means which okay i did have one other thing hey Sorry, we'll go back really quick. It's, I, at one point, they called the dog catcher, dog catcher general. When you said commander, it reminded oh, me. interesting. So, and I don't have who said that, but they said dog catcher general. <laughs> they called him that. Dog anyway, general. sorry, go ahead. Wow. <laughs> wow. So, yes, that'll now do it for this episode. <laughs> if you would like to talk to us, about this episode or any other episodes or anything about the timeline again you can contact us on twitter at sd legend podcast that's the same for instagram if you'd like to email us which thank you for that email in this episode uh, you can email us at sd legend podcast at gmail.com if you'd like to get to know me personally you can find me on twitter at jazz820 or on Instagram, I'm smash underscore vlogs. I also do a YouTube channel where I do other Scooby content amongst other types of content. Uh, and that is smash. It is lowercase sm and then all uppercase ash. Which you can go check some of those sites out right now and see what he's doing while he's staying home all the time. Yeah, I'm trying to do a <laughs> like daily quarantine video journal right now. Uh, I just thought it'd be interesting. So, I mean, if you want to know what I'm doing in my life, go <laughs> watch those. <laughs> Do you want to shout any of your social medias? Or are you like, nah, don't follow me, people? Oh, you can follow me. Just, what is it, even? <laughs> um, Do you want to get down? Look. Say hi. Oh, hi. Oh, he's licking the microphone. <laughs> it's uh, Instagram, just... Carolyn underscore Hardy. So there you go. Facebook go follow my mother. Private, so, yeah, not that I'm that interesting, but you know. 
<laughs> we try to enjoy life and we're trying to have fun while we're stuck in the house together. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in. We will catch you in the next episode. I'll so be back. We'll see. Yeah. Yes, you will. <laughs> so we'll see you then. <laughs> Goodbye. See ya. <laughs> see ya. Peace out. <laughs> uh. <laughs>